just, just start it now anyway, just leaving that in. Oh, no. God. Just leave it in. Um, uh, Episode two, Ball and Brawl. We'll leave that in. Let's go. Go. Um, so, first topic this week, Erling Haaland. Take it away. Possibly the best striker I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know what you're both laughing at already. Like he's, he's, he's possibly the best striker I've ever Potentially. seen. Potentially. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about potential, but, but, He's, I know this sounds mad, he's not even the finished article yet. Mm. He's not even the finished article. I think he's, there's, there's, there's room for improvements even in his game. But he reminds me of like, he's got the pace of Michael Owen when he first started. He's got the, the body shape of Ibrahimovic and he's so strong. He's good in the air. He's, how do you mark somebody like that? I, I, I don't understand how you, how you actually, if you're a defender and he's like in this kind of, how do you mark him? He's got, he's got everything. A strike, well, a goal scorer needs. He's got strength. He's got pace. He doesn't miss. So athletic as well. He, he scores goals in the air with his feet and his head, like like Ebra. It's it's mental. And the only half criticism you'd have is when he comes to the ball and gets it to feet. He's obviously not Firmino. He's not Gabriel Jesus. He's not that sort of striker. But he scored three hat tricks in a row at home. So what can you actually? He scored more goals in his career. I think this could be wrong than the games he's played. It's 20 goals. No, I mean, in his, no, in so his, career. In his, his whole, career. in his actual professional career, I'm, I think he's scored more goals than he's played. It's, it's unbelievable. And if the one thing that I know I'm hearing people saying about that could stall his progress is it does pick up your injury, doesn't it? It does seem to miss quite a few games with injuries. He has seen As a young to. player, do you think that's, that's a little bit of an alarm bell or is it something that's, that, that can be managed and yeah, he has he has seemed to and but then Harry Kane has there's there's loads of players who are like I've I picked up an injury like you no matter how professional you are you can't stop a defender from mm. going through the back of you or taking your ankle out do you know what I mean so I think I'm I'm assuming he's one of the best professionals out there look at the shape he's in look at the I love his attitude as well everything's matter of fact he don't he's not getting he doesn't get carried away with his success we we you know matter of goals he's scoring he's almost like um, our kid appro approaches playing football. He laughs when he misses. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's what we always say when, you know, um, I've coached junior football for four or five years. And that's what you're always trying to get into your kids is 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 just don't worry about missing. And But not many players, as they get the pressure and, and, and the spotlight on them and professional football, even playing academies and what have you, but going into professional football, seems like a lot of players change their attitude from how you was as a kid because of the pressure and they feel that pressure so then they do worry about missing but like you say harland laughs because he knows he's gonna he's gonna get another he, goal he looks next to time. me like he's got that much self-belief mm. that he genuinely doesn't care when he misses a chance because he thinks oh, i'll just score the next mm. one then and he knows he's got de bruyne Grealish, ford and he's he's in that team he's getting six seven chances a game anyway to score. when i watched him against man united You'd have definitely watched that, Dave. But I was, I was, I was just fixated on watching him, and I was thinking, he's not. T tell me if you think I'm wrong. You're the footballer, but I was watching him. He wasn't even really involved in the game. But every time he got, every time the ball came near, he thought goal. He thought goal. I've never seen like I was a massive Drogba fan, right? A massive Drogba fan. But he just looks like if he carries on this trajectory that he's on. Mm. He's going to be the best striker the world's ever seen. I know people say number nine, R nine, best striker, best goal scorer. Best goal scorer. Like yeah. Ronaldo, number nine, Ronaldo is the best player, striker I've ever seen. But 
this kid, <laughs> how old is he? 21? 22. 20, yeah. 20, that's frightening. Yeah. That is absolutely frightening yeah. what he's what he's doing. Because the Premier League, everyone says, is the best, unanimously the best league in the world. Yeah. People might disagree with that. But what he's come in and doing, he's making it look like a pub league. He's making it look like a pub league. He's called, how, how do you, how do you, how do you, if you're a defender, how, how do you mark him? But what, what you're saying there about him not being involved in the game is, it An sounds attribute. like it's a genuine skill. When, yeah. when I played under Paul Cook at Wigan, he tried to, he wanted me to play as a number nine because he thought I had the attributes like pace and finishing to play there. And he literally said to me, the key thing, I don't even get on with Paul Cook back, but this, his football knowledge is very good. And he said, the key thing to play in that position is patience. He says, because I always, I always want to go get involved in the game and have a touch in that. And when I watch Erling Haaland, it's unbelievable the patience he has. He's not even interested in touching the ball because he knows he has to be in the exact right position. So he'll let all the other players do what they've got to do. And he'll just be patient, make runs, make runs, not come to him, not touched it. All right, next one, next one. Keep making runs, making runs. And the patience you've got to have to do that as a footballer, because you could go 20 minutes without touching the ball. Mm. And you'll be like, if that was me, I'd be thinking, oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not playing well here, I need to do something. But he just keeps doing the right things, movement, one chance, boom. But do you see the assist to Foden as well? It's not as if he, like, he got that. Mm. That was one of the best balls you'll see. Yeah. He goes, as an input, yeah. I was just, I was mesmerised watching him against Man United, because he wasn't as if he was like, it sounds. I'd probably get criticised for saying it. Like he wasn't like having a blinder, was he? Like he wasn't all but over that, the. But that's where, it, like I'm saying, that's and what you're saying there. That's that's an attribute because yeah. it's like you're a ghost in the game. Yeah. Where I know defenders are always going to be aware of him because of what he can do, but subconsciously, the focus on this player, that player that keeps getting ball, you kind of forget about him, and then he pops up and his anticipation. Yeah, the best the best goal scorers in the world are unbelievably patient. Lewandowski. Haaland. Benzema. They could be on, you could, how many times have you watched Champions League game and on the analysis they're saying, oh, it's half-time and Lewandowski's not yeah. done much, Haaland's not done much, mm. Cristiano Ronaldo's not yeah. done much, but he's just waiting on In the, the right back line, places. making movements, the defenders are dropping off, thinking, is he going to get the ball? Mm. Not got the ball right now, so he's for safe, for safe. Switch off for one second, he gets that chance. Cool. And you've seen, to be fair to him, he doesn't miss, does he? No. He's, got, he's scored nearly every chance I've seen him have. I think the other day, they, they beat Wolves yesterday, didn't they, 4-0? Saw the highlights last night. Uh, Southampton 4-0 last night. And he actually missed it. He hit the post a couple of times, missed a few <laughs> chances. And he's like running off, like laughing and that when he's missing his chances because he's got... But do you know what's funny? Michael Smith, who plays for us, beginning of the season, I shouldn't even say this on camera because it looks like I've not a clue about football. I had a... Because Haaland's come to the Premier League and obviously I knew he was a goal scorer. But I say it's like a different level. Like it's... You can't just come and score every day. <laughs> 50 pound, 150 or 100 pound bet that you wouldn't get 20 league goals. I, listen, listen, wait for it, wait for it. I paid him out after two weeks. You haven't got it yet, I've paid him out. Yeah, I just said, just have your money because yeah. I'm not even waiting for him to get it. But most people saw, like you, because I don't watch, I'm not going to lie and say I watched the Bundesliga, but I've, I've watched Harlan, I've watched a couple yeah. of games that he was involved in. No, everyone's alive, so yeah, I watched the Bundesliga, I don't. But you could see by the way he takes over, I was thinking, He's not going to do that in the Premier League. He'll come and have a good season, maybe fifteen goals. That's, maybe, that's maybe, what I thought. Maybe fifteen that's goals and have a few and have a rough patch. He's, he's got twenty goals before. Yeah. It's not we're in October. Yeah. That's why it's laughable. I said he won't get twenty Premier League goals as if that and now it's like a horrific shout. But like Son and Salah were the top two goal scorers in the league. The only players to get above twenty last year. He's eight the goals away from players. the golden boot last year. Eight yeah. goals. It's October. And Son and Salah are killers. They're the only two players in the league to get over 20 goals last year. And it's, so it's not easy. Oh and my God. So how, how do you think 
obviously you're talking about longevity and consistency season after season after season. How do you think other other clubs, defenders, managers are going to approach him going forward? Because they've, they've got to figure out a way to stop him. I think you've got, because I heard an interview when Pep was saying, somebody said, what's the difference between Haaland and Messi? Because they score in every game. Yeah. And he said, Haaland needs his teammates. Yes. Messi can do, do it by himself. Doing. So I think the best way to stop Erling Haaland is stop this supply line. Supply, yeah. So if you stop De Bruyne and you stop Foden, he's not going to get chances. So Correct. that's the if you, if you let it go into his feet on the halfway line, he's not going to turn dribble past three people no. and score a goal. But if he gets in 1v1 or gets a little tiny chance in the box, he's mm. 100% scoring. So I think you've got to stop the supply line to De Bruyne. But you but put a full, look at all the City's team and there's... You put a not, full press on against City and Edison yeah. just plays you through 1v1. Yeah. So De Bruyne is unbelievable as well, isn't mm. he? I mean, it's like it's, it's stopping him's a, a, an hard task in itself, mm. never mind Haaland. But then you're looking about Foden as well, the way he's performing at the moment. But stopping De Bruyne, De Bruyne is the best player in the league at the moment, isn't he? Well, I think but he is. Like Dave just said, you look at all the. You stop Foden, say you stop Foden and De Bruyne, then Bernardo Silva and Mares play. Mahrez, yeah. So then, then what do you do? It's like you put off, like I was just saying there, you sit off them, you give De Bruyne time to pass, he'll pick him out and score. You put a full press on. Edison just shells it over the top here and Haaland's through 1v1. <laughs> question, right? Dave and Josh, I'm going to ask questions in this one, this little part. Are Man City the best team the Premier League's ever oh, seen? Come Dave? on, everyone no, said this. No, about, no yeah, but, that's why I'm asking yeah, you a question because it was trending the other day. Yeah, no, but everyone said this about Liverpool when Liverpool were playing brilliant for a couple of years. Oh, it's the best team ever. Longevity. Let's see how they got... Listen, City are doing a great job and they, and they do... They've dominated the Premier League for yeah, years. but... but they won the, four the, out of five. The close, yeah, they're close to it. The close, they're not quite Man United yet. Not, not yet. I, I honestly, no. okay, this could be a horrific shout. I just don't think that man, that unbelievable Man United team was ridiculous. I don't see how they would get the ball off City. If if they play against this City team, they won't have the ball. They might counter attack and, and score with Rooney, Ronaldo, Tevez, and that on the break, but they won't have possession. No, not a chance would they have possession. It's a difficult listen. It's it's always difficult when you're comparing. Comparing it's like comparing yeah. comparing fighter against it is, fighter. It is a ridiculous thing to do as well because it's like boxing when you say, yeah. "Oh, would Tyson Fury beat Mike Tyson?" Yeah. Well, is that? I think you can so. Have, yeah. yeah but you, can, you can have an opinion on it. Like it's like the pound for pound list. Yeah. Who's better? But what? So if everyone was the same height, same weight, and had the same reach, like, I, d- I just think City are brilliant, and it's it's hard to say as, as a United fan, it, they are brilliant. You can't deny that they're brilliant, outstanding, and to watch the great to watch as well, play some amazing football. Um, Best manager in the world. Yeah, we had a doubt for me. He's got to win the Champions League this year, guys. He's got to. Do you think? Yeah, but his... I still think I still think him is he's, he's the he's the best for me without a doubt. Without but do you doubt. think his credibility as a manager depends on winning a champion, another Champions League? Though with this Man City team, I would say I'm not going to say he's under pressure if he doesn't win it. But surely those Man City owners are thinking. Listen, we're giving you the best striker in the world. You've got the best. Yeah, but if you get the... rid of so so okay, so he doesn't win the Champions League. You say, oh, is if it... oh, we need somebody that's going to win the Champions League. I know who you're going to bring. Who are you going to bring in that's better than Pep? I'm not. That's what. That's what I was just about to say. But surely those Man City owners are thinking the same as Abramovich did for years, yeah. looking at all these Chelsea managers. Look how ruthless he was in getting rid of managers. Di Matteo won the Champions League. Yeah, and got rid of him. Yeah, I'm not. Different. I'm not. I'm not comparing. But I'm saying the situation is. You've got hungry owners who want that European Cup. If Guardiola goes out this year, bear, bear in mind, we're all agreeing that Haaland's the best striker in the world at the moment, yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah. De Bruyne, De Bruyne best, best midfielder yeah. in the world, yeah? Yeah, go on, I'll give you it. You, you, you've got to be winning the Champions League with that team. 
But Got what to. all I'll say is last year, so this is what you know, and don't want to, I don't want to look like I'm a footballer but saying our fans don't know what they're talking about. So you know last year when they got knocked out to Real Madrid yeah. in the Champions League when they Benzema, up, yeah, yeah. they absolutely pummeled them. Yeah. So did Chelsea. Yeah, like and Benzema yeah. scored in the last yeah. I think he scored in the last minute and they went out. But it was you play that game five hundred times and City yeah. win four hundred and ninety nine yeah. out of five hundred. Yeah, so it's right. these one off games, you can't judge Pep Guardiola as a manager because the defender makes a mistake. But or the, do you think do you think now, because we were always talking about you know, they were having so many chances, so many I remember that game, so many chances it was like unbelievable that they didn't win the game. Now they've got Haaland, do you think that's the difference? So do, do you think they win Champions League this year? Well, yeah, yeah, I do I do yeah. think so. I, I'm not saying I'm a hundred because they've had good seasons, even when they played but when they played Chelsea in the Champions League final, I think was it two years ago? Yeah. Two, yeah, yeah, two years ago. That wasn't it wasn't as if like they were much the better team in that in that game, but they had a better squad, do you know what I mean, than Chelsea yeah. performed better in the league. But it's a one off game, isn't it? And they've, they've so been So you're saying you're saying if you're saying that, that Pep's under pressure doesn't win, why why haven't they won the Champions League? Is it down to his is it down to him? No. Or is it down to that, That's what I'm saying. So my back. question to you is does it change his credibility as manager? And if they I don't, don't think it, so. it it doesn't for me because Alex Ferguson, you probably think the best manager of all time. I don't know. He's the best. He's the best manager in the Premier League history. Okay. I'm not saying he's the best so, manager of all time. That's would you say opinion. his Man United team? So back then, that was like man. They just signed the best player after that season from every. They had the most money. Everyone says that they didn't spend money. If and other teams were doing well, they bought Robbie Van Persie. They just yeah. took the players off him every single they were year. Very and, clever in, in the buys. And how many European championships did Fergie win with Man United in 25 years? It's not. Two. It's not easy to win the Champions no, League, is it? No. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It doesn't derail you as a man. Ancelotti's won five. Yeah, he's a proper winner though, isn't he, Ancelotti? I mean, he, Unbelievable manager. As I say, that Real Madrid team is not. I'm not going to say it's the one of the worst ones, but it's it's definitely one it of the weakest. It's it, one of the yeah. weakest Real Madrid teams I've seen in my lifetime. They've won the Champions League. They have an incredible mentality, really. Yeah, yeah unbelievable. Never say never say that. I love the Chelsea game. You're but used, I think that's like an arrogance from the club, isn't it? Like that's something that's, that's bred in, it's bred into time, real, yeah. uh, DNA. Yeah. Real Madrid. You come through Real Madrid yeah. and you. You win the Champions yeah. League, like, do you know what I mean? It's like a club thing. Yeah. Off like, the topic, what's happened to AC Milan, by the way? They were great when I was growing I up. Yeah, they were great. No, yeah. Remember they were? Yeah. They, they had the, the veterans in there, or the all the do old boys in there. I I played with Philippe Sandros at Rangers, yeah, and he played in the AC Milan team, and he showed me a picture of a Champions. He's like, Josh, look at this. The picture like him lining up for a Champions League game, and it was like Beckham, Kaka, Pirlo, yeah. Inzat, like all these unbelievable players, and I was just there for. Must have been two hours at training just asking him because I, I yeah. loved Kaka growing up. I was just asking him questions about it and he's like just obviously just saying like the normal blokes and like all this and that like proper sound and that but I used to love that AC Milan team. Just want to throw that in there. Well, we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, we'll talk about the... It's uh, not the, the most positive thing in the world. I know it's uh, dragging on a bit but it is the biggest topic in boxing at the moment and that's uh, Conor Ben. With um, the Chris Eubank fight that we were meant to watch last night, Dave mm. went to bed at nine o'clock last night, <laughs> feeling quite sad. Um, but no, it's uh, it's the it's the biggest subject in boxing. Right? It's probably performance-enhancing drugs in itself. But Dave, I'll let you you take the lead on that. Um, well, first of all, I mean, like I've, I've said before, it's, it's genuinely. I think out of everything, every drugs fail that we've seen, there's been a few. But out of every, time. yeah, out of every drugs fail that's come about, this is one that hits hits home the hardest, I think, yeah, because agree. it's the most high it, in this country anyway. It's the highest profile fight, 
um, it's somebody that we've followed from from the his, his pro debut. The country has got behind him. You know, the fans have got behind him. It brings a nostalgia back with 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 the father. You know, who's an absolute legend and a hero of the game in Nigel. Um, so to move into a massive fight like this and then have it taken away from you on fight week under the circumstances, for me, definitely it was the hardest, the most disappointed I've ever been. It's the hardest hitting drugs fail that I've ever, or adverse finding that I've ever um, experienced in my time in boxing. Um, and I'm just really disappointed. I'm, I'm disappointed, I'm gutted, um, and also I'm really, really angry about it as well. Um, because whatever, whatever the reasoning, whatever the excuse, when you look at what the drug is, yeah. um, and you look at what it does and can do, what it can do, what it masks, what extra testosterone that going into your body does, um, and then you're taking it into a fight, that's dangerous. That's, that is dangerous and it's, it's unacceptable. Um, the, the whole thing about when, when somebody gets caught um, with, with an adverse finding is the shock, the horror, that I've never put anything into my body that's illegal, that's any, any substances. But also what I will say is fighters out there have got to be, take responsibility for themselves. We have teams, we have people that we bring on board and we trust. Um, but these teams seem to be getting bigger and bigger per camp, yeah. per you know, per generation of fighters. It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and almost so many people are. You know, I I've saw I saw somebody talk about it on a trainer's point of view, and I, I agree. Where you get guys coming into the gym and, and just you know inviting you know people ask you to. I get all the time people asking to if they can come into the gym, and my my gym's a closed door policy. Nobody comes into that gym when we were at work, but people allow it, and the, you know it's nice and it's great. You know, fans come in, whatever. Next minute, these fans become experts. I'm not saying all of them, but certain people become experts. They might be doing a, uh, a PT. They might be a PT. They might be doing a course at university on on S and C and stuff like that. Oh, can I just come and pick up a bit of experience? They get a bit of experience. They've been around the fire, around the gym. Next and they minute, they start thinking they're expert. Yeah, and the next minute is they become part of that. Yeah. team or, or they go in and become a coach and the thing is you don't the people that you bring into your team you have to know their history and it's i know it's hard because there's people that are coming out of university and service trying to get in but you kind of need to know who you're allowing you to to have an input into your career mm. you know dr usman <laughs> we'll get to that <laughs> anybody but if you're telling me to Take something, here's, have this vitamin. Research what it is, know what it is. Whatever your nutrition it is, and, you know, we all have nutritionists now and S&C coaches and things like that, you know. Whatever they tell you to have, no, you're responsible at the end of the day because when, when, when a, drugs, uh, a drugs fail occurs, everybody goes like this. Affects the whole team. Right? But you're left with all the shit 100%. that comes. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying because we don't know all the facts yeah. with, with Connor, and I'm not, I'm not backing him up yeah. and sticking him up because I don't know the facts, but at the same time, I'm not going to go out there and, and, and hammer him yet. 
Well, kind of, well, kind of am because at the end of the day, it, it's, 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 you want to know what's what he's going to know say what, first. What, what he's had to but, say, but, but you're responsible. Yeah. Somebody comes along. If you was in a nightclub, right, and your mate come along and just said, "Oh, take, take it's this, here's some chewing gum, right? Take this, take this. Oh, gonna, it's gonna, whatever. You just fucking, I don't know. But, but it's, you're not just gonna take something off somebody. Yeah. On a night out or whatever, as a normal person, you don't know what it is. If you're, if this is your career, you know the drug tests. You know what the what the images of, of people that have failed drugs test becomes. It's, it's something that never goes back. You be careful about what you're taking into you. But on, on the flip side as well, I'm not sticking up for Connor, and I've never. This the drugs in boxing, as a footballer, is a lot more. To, like I still wanted to see the fight. Like you to you two, it's obviously. I know it's serious. But to the bot, even, even like I've seen all the boxers reaction, like Michael Conlon, Liam Smith, like fuming about it, like you're fuming about it. But if I was to on Conor Ben's side, if I was, like we were speaking earlier, if he's got, I know a couple of friends who obviously box and they've got nutritionists and stuff, and I know for a one hundred percent fact that they trust their nutritionist that much, they'll go, oh, there's your porridge in the morning, yeah. there's your vitamins. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like they get the phone out and go on Global Joe and go, oh, what vitamins that, no. and then check the. They just go, oh, thanks, thanks yeah. for the porridge, thanks. But that's and they but take that's the vitamins and they trust them to do the job. You have, for them. To, you have to know who's coming on, who, who you've got on your team. Yeah, and you know? ultimately it's his fault because he's obviously trusting the wrong people. If that is the case, and he's not known as cheating, well, like, you obviously think he's cheating, don't you? I'll I'll get to I'll get to my, my point on that. I'm not saying. Listen, I'm not saying he's not. All I'm saying it's difficult because you can you can say. When you know when it's somebody that you don't know and somebody that you, you it's far away, yeah. we're all quick to jump on it and believe the worst and everything. Like right? It's, it's very <laughs> it, it's very easy. But when it's somebody you actually know, you're kind of like you because you, you're shocked. You've got Take that element of shock. It's like, yeah. listen, I know this kid, and I know, I know his. But really, do you know him? But you you just wanna you you wanna believe the yeah. good in it. But, but you're not judging Conor Ben's personality or whether you like no. him as a fella. Listen, you're I'll, judging the crime exactly. he seemed to commit. And, and if and if this is a case, and it looks from what I've, I know about this test and what I know about the drug, in my eyes, yeah, it's bad and it needs. And this whole does he have a? Are well, we going to reschedule the fight? No, it needs. It's failed a drugs test. Yeah, with a failed drugs test, unless some sort of miraculous explanation happens. He's banning. But that's my point on everyone surrounding this this test. Everybody like doesn't want to criticize Conor Ben because they're close with him or like. No, but I, you've got, I understand yeah, what, you know what I'm saying. saying? I, it's I difficult met, to say it out, um, but, but yeah. within within myself, yeah, I'm fuming. But the first time I ever met Eddie Earn was a couple of weeks ago at a Kid Galahad show, and he came he came up to me and said he watches the podcast. He came up to me and said he watches the podcast and like, oh, how'd you get on today? How Sheffield Wednesday? Like, I'd never met him in my life. Like, I was thinking, oh, what what a nice fella, but. I proper, I proper liked him, and you know I love Eddie Earn, but I cannot, I I disagree with everything he's yeah. done this week. Same, it don't mean so I do don't I. like Eddie Earn, but I so think everything I. he's done this yeah. week's horrific. Yeah. But it don't mean I don't like him. Or I don't yeah. like Conor Ben. I just think what they've done is, he's the bully guilty, aren't they? It's right. First of all, what I was, I'll go what you said there, Dave. I've spent time in Abel Sanchez's gym, and I know you 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 work with a trainer, Danny Wilson, don't you, Dave? Mm -hmm. So you like you trust him. You've built a rapport with him. So mm -hmm. Abel Sanchez will not let an S and C coach in his gym. If you have an SNC coach, he won't work with you. That's a fact. He he wants to do everything because he's. I wouldn't say he's a control freak. Maybe he is a bit. Is a bit, but I don't know. He's he's won twenty world titles, so he's obviously doing something right. But he is like 
meticulous about like having small teams. If you have a huge entourage, he hates it. Uh, um, when Golovkin started, like he's got, a, he had a bigger team and like He hated it. He yeah. absolutely he likes small teams. And I've I've always said, I've always said like to the guys I was in, but keep your team small. Keep your team small of who you actually trust around you because everyone's got an opinion. Everyone's got an opinion on how you can improve and yeah. like what that. Just trust your coach. Trust your small set of people. Now, going on to the the the, the drug situation and like, I've you. you I said on an interview the other day that we're all hypocrites. And I do believe that we are hypocrites because we would have all watched the fight. Yeah. Correct or not, Dave, yeah. yeah? We would have all watched the fight. I was still gutted it was off. Yeah, yeah. Well, this, this, <laughs> that's, that's the way. I was like thinking to myself, oh, God, I can't believe it. And everyone, everyone's lying if they're saying otherwise. Oh, God, I wish this fight was on. I wish that. But then the, 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 the boxing person yeah. in you yeah. are thinking, this fight can't go yeah. ahead. Because it's a disgrace. It yeah. brings boxing into boxing's already laughed at because it's ungoverned. Yeah. yeah, it's already it's not it's not governed by. I said when Conor Ben's pinged that test, I, I'll be honest. Everyone knows I respect Eddie a lot. I respect Frank Smith very lot. I've got a good relationship with with Eddie and Frank Smith. Wasserman's as well. We're, do, we're doing a, like a, a fight with them soon. Like I, I respect them. I respect Calo Nissa, but. The fact that anybody's tried to keep that fight on yeah. is bonkers. Yeah. As soon as that, that test got, as soon as he got picked, it's not as if it's like even a recreational drug or yeah. th this drug masks steroids. Serious, it, masks, steroid it, it, it masks steroids and it also yeah. produces testosterone. Yeah. That is a cross, finish, fights off. Yeah. Show it. And the only reason why I've not said Conor Ben is a cheating bastard, yeah, I'll say that. I've not, I've not said it is because I want to hear what he's got yeah. to say first. Do, what do I think at the moment? I think he's cheated. Yeah. I think he's cheated, and people think I'm not bringing this up as well. But I, what, there's a film, Cool Runnings, one of my favourite films of all time. Do you remember when Doris asked, 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 uh, asked John Candy's name? I think he's Irv, Irving mm. Blitzer. Mm. said, Why did you cheat? He got, he got his gold medals taken mm. off him in, in the film storyline. Why did you cheat? And he goes, I had to win. Mm. Had to win, and I would. If Conor has cheated and he's cheated for this fight, young people, well, anybody in life can make a mistake. You can make mistakes in boxing, it's heavier, and you know it's heavier because your lives are at risk in that fight. But I think the pressure was so much on that's, him. That's how I but see what it. What upsets me the most is no one's pressured you to take this fight, Conor. Mm -hmm. No yeah. one's told you you need to fight Eubank and go up in three weights, stay in your division. But surely it just tells you that. Nobody knows what anybody's thinking, but deep down in his soul, he didn't, didn't believe, believe he was going to win that fight. Yeah. That's what all I, I believe. I, I didn't think drugs, he was going to win. But, but you see, the way I looked at it is, is that the pressure of his dad's name, his, everybody's compared. That's what I'm saying. Everybody's compared seniors, Ben Eubank, advertising everything. This fight was made legacy. of those. It's the whole legacy. Yeah. And some people can cope with that sort of pressure. And, some people, and, and from what I've seen of Connor, it seems an emotional sort of kid. He's, only, he's a young I'm not saying it's an excuse, but a young kid. But when you've probably seen it with football, where well, I've had it you know, your a, dad's back to a, less, yeah. a lot less firm yeah, degree, yeah. but growing up as a kid with my old man playing football, you get everything. You're only here because your old man was yes. a footballer. You're yes. only doing this because your old man was yeah. a footballer. Yeah, yeah. When actually I'm doing it because I fucking bend balls in the top lane every two minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 But, but so so you got four goals this season, Josh. So you but you imagine the whole country, the whole world out of generations. Yeah. All that pressure onto you. Now I'm not saying it's an excuse, I'm not saying you should have done it, but if you can't have that if you can't handle that pressure, then back out of the fire. 
because the what the way that they've gone about it by looking for that everybody's looking for an edge in sport everybody and they're looking to do what's right to 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 to, to take it to the edge of what's right once you cross that line to bend that and and somebody tells you if we time it right you'll get away with it, this whatever bringing in doctors bringing in other people like that that think they know best and they know how to cheat systems and shit like that you have whether or not it's done you've che you've, you've cheated yeah well what is your thoughts on these these interviews that are coming out of this dr usman guy who's saying 80 90 of the top boxers are well, on drugs i don't believe that for one minute I what, don't you don't believe that 80 percent of drug boxes are on no. drugs no oh. no there is a percentage, but not fucking 80%. Are you having a laugh? I, I don't... Eight out of ten boxes that you know, you were telling me that they're cheating. Hold on a minute, Dave. I don't agree with that at all. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I was going to say, I'm, I was like, like, his facial I'm, expression I'm, yeah, has told no, me but, that but he believes it. Yeah. But what I'm saying, what is worrying? Yeah? You just shit what, it there no, no, you no, thought you no, was going to iron him out. No, no. Sorry, mate. I actually promise I weren't at all. Go on, go on. I like Dave. I don't think he's going to get up So you disagree with the I disagree with you, but I do believe it's a high percentage. Listen to me, right? The pound for pound number one fighter in the world or number two, Canelo Alvarez, failed a drug test. What kind of... That sets a precedence, doesn't it? If he's if he's failing drug tests, he's had a six month ban. People think you can get away with it. What well, I'm drug testing, I honestly think boxing needs an overriding governing body. Yeah, whether, yeah, an overriding governing like, like the FA and PFA and football. Forget that like FIFA. I know they're not yeah. they're not a great organisation themselves, but I'm saying boxing needs like literally to come together everybody and say whoever fails a drug test for performance enhancing drugs, you get a life ban. I guarantee it stops. I guarantee it stops because yeah. even if it's a low risk getting caught, yeah. imagine if he got caught, your career's finished. And even, even if it's an accident, no, it's finished. Not, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So. It's your responsibility what goes into your mouth. It's that, and that's, and that all. Do you know what? I, do, you know, your do, do you know what I think? Because that that's not going to happen. No, that's never, never going to happen. So it's all right. We can all say. I said a five year happen. ban. Right. What I think should happen. Do you know, like the police uh, with law with drugs, right? Your recreation drugs, whatever. The the categorise aren't they? A, B, C, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. And the uh, the sentences reflect how hard the drug is that you've got caught for. Yeah, right? I know where you're going with now, this, yeah. I think boxing should have that. So you can get done for um smoking weed. No, forget even that. You go to a shop, buy a drink, it's got a bit of stimulant in it, yeah. you get busted for it, right? It's like if you have a lens right. it, for example. Right. Yeah, right. So that's a cat, that's one category. A year's ban. Cat C. Right? Yeah, a year's ban. Then you get another drug that that's a little bit worse, a diuretic or, or whatever like that. Yeah. Category. Then you've got your fucking hard, your peds, your hard shit, right? And then they're the ones you've got to go with a sentence. So a cat cat one like a, a lemsip something is a is a year. Yeah. The next one's four years. What what do you think Connor Ben will get? I, do you want me to be honest? Don't yeah. think he'll get a ban. I don't think he's going to get fuck all because of this loophole with UCAD and fucking... Because the board will turn around and say, well, we don't recognise VADA, so how can we say that... How can we... Um, or not them, but the lawyers that are getting involved will say, well, if you don't recognise it, how can you um, acknowledge Banning. it and then ban him for something that you don't recognise? I think that's what's going to happen. And that will be... Well, that's the wrong bullshit. thing in boxing, isn't it? That's what, that, that there is what you've just 100%. said. is bang on correct. And, and, this, and this is why the board needs to turn around straight away, as in Monday, they get back into get back into office. New rule. And sort out new rule. We recognise WADA. We recognise WADA. And we recognise UCAD. And then those three need to get the reds together. 
I'm not it's the same shit because you've got shit that's on a ban list on one of them that's not on another one. Yeah. Why the fuck does that work? Yeah, but I don't get how they're not. So like we have to do our one hour time slot every single day all year round of where you are. So yeah, you're about same as boxes. Uh, yeah, if you sign but, up, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Up, yeah. But surely it should you should have to do it every single day, like random because. It's like I heard an interview the other day, I don't know who it was, but if you know when the drug testers are coming and you are cheating, you can time your cycle to not get caught. It's yeah. like it's just that's just a well known fact. Yeah, but you, I we sorry. I feel like we get tested more than I, I we get drug tested all the time at football. And it's like even if I say say I'm on drugs, yeah, what am I gonna do? Complete ninety minutes a little bit easier. I'm not gonna be able to hit a free kick over the wall, am I? Do you know what I'm saying? It's true. So yeah. like we get drug tested all the time, but for Boxy, it's about hair, money hair. Yeah. Do we do hair? Do you know, we do do you know, do you know, do, do you know what? I mean, I don't know if somebody out there will, will know, but I heard that a, a way to clear this up with, you know, when somebody says, oh, I've, I've not this, 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 I've not. If you test the hair follicle, that will tell you. And, and the darker the hair is, the better, the more more accurate it is, apparently. If you tested a hair follicle, it'll tell you how uh, if it's been heavy steroid use. But that's if that what, was the case, I'll, is that not what they'd do? Well, you'd think that Because we do hair follicle when... We, when the drug tests come into the... Yeah. So you, you could be training, yeah. you look on the side, there's the geezers with the vests, and you're like, oh, fuck's right. sake, I'm here again. They're, they're there all the time, and then they'll pick your name out, you'll go upstairs, they'll take... But they don't... They'd shave my whole armpits off the other week. So every really? single hair on my armpit... We don't have that. We have ev- either a piss or a blood test. Every single hair off my armpit, piss test, off you go, obviously. For everyone not, that didn't want to know, Josh has got hairy armpits. Not anymore, because she shaved the fucking <laughs> off. <laughs> But that's what that's what they do. So, but they're always at the training ground doing. Foot. It, honestly, every time they get there, the lads are like, "Fuck me!" They must think we're on something because they're here all the fucking time. Yeah. That's, but like, like but you, I said, what can we actually? But you see, do? the other thing, the other thing is with boxing as well is if you're not in competition, you know, people retire and then come out of retirement, um, long term injuries, they're not getting tested. So while you're out of the game and you've got retired, no, yeah, and you've got no, it's a very good point no you bring up. That, that is. Then you could be, oh, you're in the gym, same fit and whatever. Yeah? Doping you could like be doping yeah. like fuck. And then you come then back you come all out. clean, but you're an absolute monster. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, uh, let me just end it on the Conor Ben thing. How do you think he'll get a punishment? I'm going to add two things to that. Sorry. I feel sorry for Tony Sims out of all yeah. this as well, because I genuinely believe him wholeheartedly. Yeah. I don't believe he would have known if this is, to, if Conor has cheated, which he unfortunately looks like he has, I don't believe for one second Tony Sims is known. No, and my, belie- my, my answer to that question is, no, I don't believe he's going to get a ban, but I think the whole situation stinks and he does need banning. If he's cheated, he needs banning. Simple well, I've got that. another question for you. Do you think Conor Ben will fight Chris Eubank Jr. in the next 18 months? If he fights I'm in saying, the next eight after after failing a drug test, if he fights him in the next eighteen months, I think it, I think it's just. But this is what's horrific about it, yeah. It's a bigger a, fight. It, it, it's everyone wants to see it now. It's a bigger fight. It's a sick sport. It, it, do, you know, do you know if the fight would have gone ahead, it'd have sold more pay per views? Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what? <laughs> That's people, probably why they wanted it to go ahead. Do you know what people have got to get out of their heads, right? Think about boxing, and this is as the, the older I'm getting, and more I'm more I'm more shit that's happening in the sport, and stuff not just about peds and stuff. The more I'm seeing about how how good fighters, certain fighters just don't get looked after, don't get, you know, don't get pushed rather than personalities and things like that. The more that I'm seeing about this sport is people need to forget the fact that don't romanticise about boxing, right? It's a fucking hard sport. Mm. From a fighter's point of view, from, a, from you know, people not, not trainers and managers and stuff like that. Listen, it's hard for everybody. It's hard for everybody. And, and this, all this shitstorm and everything, 
forget about Eddie Earn and what you think about Eddie Earn. The people that work at Matchroom doing the normal jobs, the media guys, dancers, the people that do ticket dancers, Brilliant. people doing the great people, and they're working the bollocks off, and it's all been for nothing, and they're all tarred with all this bullshit that's going on. And right? in, in Eddie's defense, it's not his fault that's it's not his fault that Connor failed a drug test. No, but he's gone about it the wrong way. Yeah, it was... and, and but it, oh, I understand is governed by lawyers straight. As soon as something like this happens, yeah, lawyers the lawyers are straight onto you. You can't say this, you can't say that, you have to, you have to not do any interviews or don't do service. If you're going to say anything, you can only say that while we sort things out and, and sort out the mess that is Conor Ben. So he's kind of governed by that. Do you think he's basically, this in this in, in this but, instance, he's put business before the love 100%, of the sport? 100%. What love of the sport? Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Uh, not 100%. Because from, from soon as this fight has a fail, right, you have to come out straight away and stop the, cancel the fight. Because that otherwise, if it all because because he's under pressure from DAZN and all this. Listen, DAZN needed this to, to claw back some money, subscribers and shit like that. So he's under pressure. So I understand that point of view. But but what people have to understand is, at the end of the day, he's a businessman. Every promoter is a businessman the because they're paying out. They've got to bring it back in. So they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. And, and, and I've found out now uh, with fighters as well is. They don't generally give a fuck about fighters. They give a fuck about the one that's going to be the biggest star, mm. the one that's going to be. They like them. Don't get me wrong. They like them, but don't give a fuck about. I need them. to ask one thing to you because I can't yeah, ask myself on. this question. Well, you probably, suppose you could actually, if one of your fighters in your gym popped yeah. for for a performance enhancing drug, yeah. and you knew and you knew it it was the case. Yeah. What's your response to them? I won't be training again. You'd say get out of my gym. Yeah, because of gym because. All you can ask every one of my fighters, we. It wasn't like a leading question. No, no, I'm just no, asking no, you no, what's your no. opinion because you're a tr trainer. We're, that's we never been I involved don't, in so that. So I don't have people coming to my gym. The people that I work with, I work with. There's two nutritionists I work. Danny and Wilson and, and and there's Danny Wilson. That's it. Every fighter that comes to my gym, I say you need. You need to work with this guy. Even even when Chisora came. I wasn't happy with having his own S and C team and everything because I know I know that not that knocking anybody else, yeah. but I work with Danny and I trust Danny. And if I need if I said Danny his feet are slow and his feet are slow and I need drills for him to help speed his feet up, he will communicate with me and we do things like that. The nutritionist as well, full lab reports, everything that they do, they do everything down to the money to the T. And I trust these guys. But also my fighters are smart in the respect that when they're told by the nutritionist, this nutrient, that, these vitamins you need to take, this, 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 they're clued up. And I'll tell you who's one of the most clued up people on stuff like this, it's Jordan Gill. He knows everything about everything. He's, he, he's so meticulous. And so, that's what they need to be. And I, so it wouldn't happen with any of them, but I'm also very adamant about where, about, when you take a drink and it's so easy for a fight. They've got to be clued up, especially these young kids that are coming up. You can't just, as a popping along tip shop and get a drink up. I'll tell you one, one thing, one quick story. Jamie McDonnell, I managed him, but I didn't train him. Um, the fight with Kameda in, in Texas, the first fight in Kameda with, uh, in Texas. What a performance, by the way. Right? <laughs> but not, it could have been, it could have been blown. Listen, so what, what happened with Jamie was um, three weeks before the fight, his training didn't go over there. I had to go over. He asked me, can I go over, train him three weeks? Go out. I went went over, did everything three weeks with him. He weighs in, gone back to his room with his wife, right? 
just get about, we've gone done done what I, what I do, and I just I need to see him about something. So I've gone back to his room, knocked on his door, he's opened it up. I've walked in, on top of the TV, there's a carton. I've just looked at the carton. I've said, what's that? Oh, it's a, it's an electrolyte drink. I went, where the fuck you got it from? <laughs> he went, I just got it from shop. I went, are you stupid? I said, no, I said, you haven't opened it. He was like, no, no, I, I why, why, what's up? I says, mate, I said, have you checked what's in it? I said, do you know what's in it? It's like, oh no, I just thought it was an electrolyte drink. He just thought it was like a, a Lucozade or whatever. A Red Bull. Be, be all right, right? So I'm like, so I'm straight onto the phone to Kerry Kays, and Kerry knows everything about what's in it, every band list and everything. So rank it, and Kerry's like, no, everything's all right. It's, it, but it could have been. But it could have been. Yeah. And my point is, it's as simple as that. Somebody that's not clued up, a, a trainer or a nutritionist or whatever cannot be with them 24-7. Once they're not in our, our, in our visual site, you've got to take, got, got to take responsibility for themselves. And by the way, we spoke about Conor Ben, but little shout out to Chris Eubank, man. What, what a guy. He's, Chris he's Eubank. so well yeah. he's, if, if he was a stock... I would be throwing all sorts of money at investing in him, man. It's a shame he's thirty-three. Stock, he yeah. is rising. He's because he's now like almost. Can I can I just touch on one thing though? Did you see the picture of him? He did. He did look great. Cheese on his on his on his uh, on his uh, torso. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. You? It's a good job he had a beard. It looked, it looked rough. It's a good job he had a beard. Yes. It looked shows rough. what a professional he is, though. Yeah, he's an animal. But let's move on. Um... Will Marcus Rashford make England's World Cup squad? No. You don't think he'll make the squad? No, do not. We've got what? He's, he's in a bit of form at the moment. Is he? He's got four goals in the last two, three. I games. think he'll make the squad. I don't know if he deserves to make the squad, but I think he will make the squad because Gareth Southgate knows him. He adds a little bit of different dimension, and I think if we do play against a good team on the counter attack, he could be useful. You don't want him to make the squad because you don't like him. <laughs> I, I, I don't I say I dislike him. Shame my... my said to us. Sam had a little encounter. In, do you want to tell him? No, I'm not, not going to go into that, but like, he's not my, my, my favourite person I've ever met, if I'm honest, but it is what it is. Well, we won't, we won't but anyway, divulge into that. Joshua, next pure, question. Pure, fo <laughs> pure football reasons. I think he'll make the squad because... Who on the count... Um, Jared Bowen. Are you... No... Yeah, and I agree with that. No? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah? I would rather have Rashford in than... I would rather have Bowen. Rashford than Jared Bowen. Really? But, but only because if you play... If you... I know I love Brazil. If you play Brazil, yeah, you need counter-attacking threat. And as much as I don't think Rashford is on... You need a good defender. That's what yeah, you need. As, as much as I don't think Rashford is on Foden's level, Sterling's level, I don't think there's many better players in England, to be honest, on the counter-attack as effective as Marcus Rashford. And I think that could be a useful tool for England in the World Cup. I'm looking at Rashford and all last season and everything. It looked like a player who wasn't enjoying his football. It looked like a kid. You didn't smile at Nobody no, did at Man not. United though, Dave. But, shut up. It's true. If you look at him now, recently, right, and we've still got, what, four or five weeks still, right? Is that all it is? Yeah, I think it's five weeks. It's, World it's Cup. weird, isn't it, a World yeah. Cup at this time? So, yeah. if you look at him up. now... <laughs> 27 injuries, carry on. Yeah, it was 65 last week. Yeah, um, he's going up. Um, if you look at him now, he's banging some goals, he's smiling again, he looks happy again. Now, if he can carry that form in, you have you have to take players that are banging in goals and are in form 
and looking like they want to play. And I think he's with his what he's done in the past. Forget about the last year or so. And you look at if he's come through that other side. I think you have to take him. And whether you rate him or not, you cannot deny that he's he is a goal threat. Yeah, he's proven to score. I goals. never said I don't rate him. No, by no. The way. I, 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 well, like I'm him. I'm not a huge fan. Like brilliant player compared to England's other options, I wouldn't play him in my England team. But I still think he has to go just based on pure, like I've just said, his counter-attacking ability. I think, James Madison going, Josh? Um, I don't think he'll go, no. But you think he should? Um, I'd like him to go. I f the argument is that people are saying with set pieces and free kicks and yeah, all this. Other options, but like, it's not like Trent and Ward-Prowse yeah. can't take free yeah. kicks. Trippier as well. Yeah. Trippier. Unbelievable. And James Madison, in my opinion, technically an unbelievable footballer but in that position I honestly just don't think he's as good as Foden and Mason Mount yeah. so true. you don't think he's good enough good enough to get in the squad no 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 I didn't say I don't think he's good enough to get in the squad I think he is you say he's not as good as Mount I think he's 100% good enough to play for England but I think if you look at the options that are playing in his position I don't think he's better than them but if he if Gareth Southgate picked him tomorrow to start you won't see me moaning about it, but I, I just Mason Mount, Jack Grealish, Phil Foden. I don't. You can't really still. Has Jack Grealish done enough to like get on the plane? Um, see, I, I'm a big fan of Jack Grealish, but like I'm saying, so far. Yeah, but it gives you that little bit of option to, to you know, if you, if we're struggling, we need a goal. Even if he's not starting, struggling, need a goal. Mm. You need so, sometimes in these games where everybody's playing it safe. Don't you know? Don't take that risk. I think you need a player on your team as an impact is willing, kind of player. Yeah, is willing to just just fuck it yeah. and, and go for it. And Don't get me wrong, though. Player. Madison's pushing. His goals and assists. Yeah. Are, you've seen the stats better than all those players in the Premier League at the minute. He's playing for a worse team. Yeah. So I know Forrest's not very good, but he played very well the other night, like unbelievably yeah, well. Like I just said, brilliant player. And in my opinion, he's not better than Mount Foden. But I'm assuming, in a lot of other people's opinion, he is. Like mm. every, football's about opinions, isn't it? A lot, Gareth Southgate doesn't seem to favour him over those players. He's not really picked him in the squads. No. And I don't think he will pick him in this World Cup squad. Last last one on, on it. Where do England finish in the tournament, Dave? If you had to like put your, put your money on it, where, how far do you think they'll go? Um, Just a quick prediction on it. It's, it's difficult to say because they've not looked great, have they? So, it's, so if you're going to go on, on the performances, then you're going to say not very well. But then also, you can, you can turn around... And say so well, throughout the all of the tournaments, we always seem to coast through group stages and everything, and and kind of we have these big ups on 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 tournaments. And apart from the last two, we've always been let down. It, the weather's a big factor. Yeah, a big factor. Do you know what I think as well? It's because we're because it's November. I'm interested to see how players they're going to be fit, yeah, match fit. Because you know, like at the end of a long hard season, tired compared to in the middle of the season when they should be at their peak. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be a really good World Cup. I'm going to say, because I'm an optimist, I'm going to say semi-final. But even so, he gets, if, 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 if as, as ruthless as football is, if we don't win, I don't think we'll win the tournament. I think if we don't get to the final, Southgate, it's gone. I think he's, yeah, I agree with that. I think he'll because go. Because we've got semi-final, well, I, want go, I want him to go I, now. I think he'll go, but I don't think he'll get sacked. Yeah, I think you know because the tides. You know, remember back in the day, like they were turning, there was stuff like oh, media start turn, calling managers' names and start turning them. Southgate's not had that because he's done so well in tournament football. 
But surely, if, if, if you need to be judged on the tournament of football. And for, for England, we've not won anything for years and years and years. To go and do what he's done, a semi and a, and a, and a final, should give him some 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 respect and re- respect going forward. But now it seems, because obviously we're on a bad run, the tide's turning on Southgate. And I think he knows that. He'll see Absolutely how, how yeah, that's it. He won't want to undo all the hard work, all the, all the good good credit he's got. I think he'll see how it goes in the tournament. And if we go out gallantly and, and we've done really well, and you know, you get knocked out on penalties or something. 4 like that, 3 to Brazil then, in the semi final, yeah. yeah, good. Then, I, I, think, I think Brazil will not it's gone. What about Argentina? Um, I it's Messi's last one in it, so he so could too. produce and he's the best player of all time. Okay, quick one, and then we'll move on because we've got a few minutes left. I think England will get to the quarter final. I think we'll get knocked out by a team like like a Brazil. I agree with you. Unfortunately, I agree yeah. with you. Sorry yeah. for I'm, all the I'm opti- in dream world. I'm all, all, all the optimists. I apologise. Last, last little, last little subject. Won't go on about it too long. But Tyson Fury is fighting apparently on December. Shields Marshall, man. Shields Marshall. We'll just do a quick prediction about that at the end. But December the 3rd, Tyson Fury is, is going to fight, reportedly, Derek Chisora 3. The, other, the first two fights have been as one-sided as what England, England playing Brazil will probably be like. The second one. Ridiculous. Was... The second one, Tyson did win. I, I love Del Boy. I think he's great. Tyson won with one hand. Um, in that in that is second that fight, that one that went south for him. He got stopped on his stool in, in, in the in the copper box. Like he was literally just he was just it was a beating. Nobody like wants a cat with it. a little string, and they're just like flicking that ball around the piece of string. I think Tyson and Derek deep down are very good friends, That's and I think and I think and I think and I think Tyson's giving Derek a payday, and if that is what it is, fair play to him, let on it. But I will not be excited to watch that fight, Dave. What about you? No. Yeah. No, what about but, you, Josh? Oh, here's a question. Here's a question. Go on. Which would you rather happen, Chisora or Manuel Char? I would much prefer to see Chisora fight Char. Never mind who's no, going to fight Char. No, which one? No, no. A triple threat no, match. I, yeah, Fury, I, I genuinely Fury, think Fury against Char or Fury against Char. I genuinely think you could get Fury in with Char and, and then Del Boy in after. No, a, tri- a triple threat match. I promise. That <laughs> answer the question. Oh, to Chisora all day long. Because Manuel so Char is Char, getting yeah. knocked out in one yeah. round if Tyson wants to. Johnny Fisher would beat Manuel Char. I, listen, it's, I think there's, it's no rubbish. Issue, there's no it's issue rubbish. with the fight. The, the both fights are rubbish. There's no sticking up for him. Really I've never right. met Zora. He's the scariest guy in the world. I don't fancy hammering him. No, I'll say this. For him, for the career he's had and everything, it'd be nice for him to have. How does he? This is what I don't get. So you know when you talk about boxing, everyone loves it. Never met Chisora. No, but Go if you tell me... Chisora never wins any fight against anyone after Easton. Just beat Pulev, Sorry. top 10 heavyweight. Come on. Right, move on. He lost as well, by the way. And he lost. <laughs> no, I, I didn't think he did. I thought he nicked it. And, but he's, every time he's fought up against a world-class fighter, he just gets pinged about. Yeah, okay. But I don't want to see him we, fight we, against... We, Sorry, Del, we, 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 we won't go into that because he, Derek has lost. Okay, he got robbed against Eleni, so I'm not going to go through all his list of losses. But every time he has oh, lost... there for a while, he, that's why. He, he lost to Caballo because that was the worst performance of his career. His trainer never got let through customs or whatever it was on that day. But anyway, Derek has only lost to Tyson Fury and like... Don't, don't get twisted. I don't want to see that fight. No, no, yeah, the white. But I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm just but, saying... But if it's going to happen, then I'll be happy for Derek... Hey, it's sad for boxing. It's give Dave shit. Allen the every, fight. Every, every week. Give Dave Allen. Hold on, mate. You're we're saying give Del Boy the payday. Give Dave Allen. I'm not the saying payday. give him the payday. I'm saying if he's gonna get, if he does get that fight, that's the fight that he's hanging on for 
and why he's not retired. That's he wants. He'll probably retire crack. after. So that's why boxing football. We're talking about which shit fighter to yeah. jump in. Yeah. Right. Like, this is like, getting. Too- <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Shields Marshall. I'm really, really looking for. I hope they're both wrapped up in cotton wool all week, so that fight actually fucking happens. We're gonna see a fight that's made that's actually happened. No one's gonna two like fighters that. at a peak. Two fighters at their peak. Savannah Marshall is going to knock Clarissa Shields out, and I mm. cannot wait to you watch think? it. Yes, I do. I've seen Savannah Marshall put men on the floor. I can see it. She can punch, and without a doubt. Fifty. Yeah. Facts. You owe me fifty quid anyway, so we're double or quits here. Joe Parker against Joyce. We had a bet. Yeah, we did. did, Yeah, exactly. So, so a zero if that's the case. I actually only said Joe Parker to get on your tips, though. So it actually. It doesn't matter. You bet. Yeah. Anyway. Come on, Dave. He's lying. He's a footballer. She's English. I want Savannah to win. Yeah. I think she'll get outboxed. Yeah. Yeah. I know she's got power, and you. You know, I, I don't really know much about these two, but I've I've been actually I've been watching the fight since it got announced. I just I, I just think Shields, like I think Shields is sick. I think she's unreal. I just don't want to hear this this quote business because the no, greatest the, the greatest female fighter of all time is Katie Taylor, yeah. and it's not just about what you produce in the ring to be great; it's out the ring out as well. How she well. carries herself. That's Katie Taylor, and that's Katie. So if there is a quote, that's Katie Taylor. I want Savannah Marshall. Why are you to getting not, so mad about Because it? I want Savannah to win a lot. Yeah, but that's what lot. I'm saying. You want Savannah to no, win. No, I think she will I win. I want Savannah to win. Yeah, but you, you're saying you, you want her to win, but you think she'll lose. I'm saying I want her to win, and she is going to chin her. Well, I think she'll get stopped late. Well, never. I was I was ringside when when she beat uh, Hannah Rankin, and the punches that yeah. you could hear like <coughs> you think Chris is going to stop Savannah late. She couldn't stop an ice cream van in on, on a well, hot she could. All she'd have to do is just go like that, and it'll just stop by the street. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think she'll outbox her. She'll be too quick for her. She'll hit her too often, and I don't. Do you not think the size and 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 uh, Savannah's slick jab? I think Savannah's unreal, yeah, but I just think I, I, I generally, th- I've got, I couldn't give a fuck about Clarissa Shields, I'll be honest. But <laughs> I, I, for what I've seen of her, I think her skill level is, I, is too high for I Savannah. I think it's such an even fight. Who do you think's gonna win, Dave? You have to pick a winner. I'll be honest, we're not fence. We're not fence sitters in here, Dave. Who's winning? I'm not sitting. I, do you want me just to flip a coin? Get me a coin. I, I want you. If I give you fifty pound now to go to the bookies and put a bet yeah, on what you you're putting, putting on, if I give you my fifty, and don't pound, you dare say draw, Dave. Who's winning the fight? You have to. You can't sit on the fence here. We don't like fence sitting. Come on, I'm not setting a fence. I genuinely don't know. If you had fifty quid now, and he's, he says go to the go to Old Ladbrokes over the road, who's winning? Um, other betting companies are allowed as well. Yeah, Paddy Power or anyone. Anyone's welcome. Everyone, everyone's welcome on the pod. Um, it's power versus speed, isn't it? So who's, who's winning? Boxing, I will. Ah, uh, probably say I want Savannah to win, but I think maybe, maybe Shields. Outboxer. So David Colwell's prediction is Clarissa. No, Josh's is Clarissa. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. You've got to do it. And Peter so, Fury is going to do a video saying we don't know fuck all yeah. what we're talking about. But, I just, but, it's, but, but why do, do, Peter, do you know what? Yeah. Savannah's winning the fight. But do you know what? This tells you what what a good fight it is. Because Great fight. I genuinely don't know which way it goes. Best women's it's fight. Like, of it's all time. should be. Yeah. Best women's fight of all time, in my opinion. I think Savannah's got the power to knock anybody out. Does it I sell? Do. Does it sell out? Yes, Does it sell out the arena? Yeah. It sold the arena. Oh, buzzing then. It could be a great atmosphere. Ben Shalom, the new goat. There you go, then. I might actually go to... Oh, uh, oh, no, I'm promoting an... Stephen's on your show. I've got Stephen next week. He's put a few good fights on Ben Shalom. But we're scattering the the main event time, so we can actually watch the main event. Good. Peter's going to come on first. Shout out Peter McGrail. Big fight, big step up next week. He's going to... We've got the uh, Savannah Clarissa Shields afterwards. We'll be able to watch that. Should I apologise to Dave's mate? 
No, definitely not. Shut your mouth. Yes. Um, thank you very much for everyone who's watched this. And if you've not liked and subscribed already, please do so. But thank you very much for all the support we've had. We appreciate it very much and we'll see you very soon. Thank you.